Hey, I'm Alan. I'm here with Brent. Brent, say hi. Hi, guys. Hey, uh, we are um, going to be crazy and try and do a podcast because we're, I have no, I was going to say we're really stupid, but what are we, Brent? Why are we doing a podcast? <laughs> well, you know, Alan, we're, we're kind of learning and figuring that out. What we're, what we're experimenting on is whether or not this is a, a medium that will, will help ourselves grow as, as communicators and help the test community around us to learn and adapt and change with these changes that are coming on. Was that serious, man? I, I was just thinking we just want to listen to ourselves talk for a while because... Well, <laughs> the, the, there is definitely a non-trivial bit of that, Alan. Well, all right, we're going to give it a shot. Brent and I have a history of having uh, animated conversations at Microsoft. We thought we'd try and capture some of those and share those with the world for um, as many as... Two, maybe four people. That's our goal. What's our? I don't know if we have goals yet. I, I think if we can get uh, most of the uh, the architect group that we participate in, we could get even as high as six. We're going to be awesome. So, uh, if you guys don't know me, I'm Alan Page. I've um, uh, contributed to a few books on software testing. Try and stay active in the community. Been at Microsoft for just about twenty years. And with me is Brent. And Brent, talk about yourself for a minute. Uh, I am Brent Jensen. I've been at Microsoft for the last 20 years. Uh, in the last, gosh, five years, I've followed Alan's lead and uh, been a, a, an active blogger. Um, I'm not quite as ta- attached to, to the community as, as Alan is, um, but I'm learning uh, from the master. Uh, I, I like the joke. You're, you're in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I like the joke that I currently get Tens of uh, views on my blog every week, uh, but it's okay. Uh, the the tens that I get are are uh, an important ones to me. So um, we have some topics on the whiteboard you can't see. We're going to kind of uh, look at those and probably stray from them greatly, and uh, we'll do this uh, every so often and kind of see what happens. So um, how should we start this, Brent? Well, so just 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 to carry on from that, one of the things that Alan and I have been have been really starting to pick up throughout Microsoft is this concept of lean coffee, and that's how we'll start off these podcasts. So we'll we'll generate a list. We may or may not share all of them with you, and we'll just go through the top in terms of what we think is the, the high priority that's of interest. New blog title: Alan and Brent Lean Coffee Live. <laughs> no. Maybe that's the, the name of the podcast. We don't have no. a name yet. I thought it was A-B testing, Alan Brent testing. Yeah, you know, so uh, on that theme, I'm... Maybe both of our, our listeners can vote, <laughs> except it'll be you and I. Yeah, the, the thing about A-B testing, I like it because it's, it's, a, it's about quality, but it contains the word test. What's wrong with the word test, Brent? <laughs> well, <laughs> the, well, we'll talk about that a bit later. Let me just say in terms of, of um, credibility, um, one of the things that, that I have done most of my career at Microsoft, the, the, the title that I've worn uh, is test manager for the majority of that career. Uh, I've been in test for, I've, I've held just about every position you can have uh, with the acceptance of uh, director, and, and, and my partner in crime here has held that title. Yeah, I was a director with five director, no, six director parts. Director's director. <laughs> um, but I don't even like managing people. <laughs> the, the, the number one change that has occurred in my life was when I gave up the, the title of test and I shifted over to Bing. Um, 
And if there's anything that I could give the test community today as a, a gift, it would be the experience I had when I went to Bing. The, the number one thing that I learned is the difference between testing and quality. Uh, when I when I head over to Bing, I took on a, a dev role, and um, but I still wore, wore my test hat. And one of the most important things I learned very quickly in Bing is how little value bugs are when you're shipping every day. In Bing, uh, everything changes every single day. You have uh, every layer of the stack, devs changing. You have the UI changing. Uh, Bing has a seasonality aspect to it in which what's important changes. So, so news today is not going to be the same news next week. Um, and filing a bug uh, just doesn't end up being helpful to, to moving the quality forward. But... So I was going to ask a very leading and stupid question. Isn't it testers' jobs to find bugs? It is. Um, Overdub, I don't really think that. <laughs> That's a neat take. I need, I need the computer voice. Yeah. The, the, when you're in a test manager role, one of the key things that you often have to do is you've got to do things like schedule test passes. Right, and one of the things that I learned very quickly is is wow, if I were a test manager on this team, it would simply not work. We have a a several million test cases that are possible, and if we were to do a test pass in the amount of time that it would be valuable, we would need about a million testers to execute the test pass in about five minutes. Because all of that would change. Once that test pass was done, we would have some useful information, and it would be invalid 10 minutes from now. But you have a million testers. That's, that's, so that leads into the next, the next aspect. So, it, it, this doesn't help that I know where Brent's going. I know what he's thinking. But there's a, uh, interrupt for a, second, there's a theme here that we'll probably end up talking about a lot, which is that uh, how teams approach software engineering and the roles of all disciplines, especially um, the roles formerly known as testers, are changing quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. And and one of the one of the themes that both Alan and I very much agree with is that it's not only changing, but it's changing significantly for the better. That that uh, my my point of view on this is uh, I, I think of James Whitaker's uh, blog post from years ago, where he stated. All of that testing is getting in the way of quality. You know, you mentioned James Whitaker. And there's a whole, a whole class of listeners just turned off the podcast. But we like James. Anyway, go on. So, so, so we went from two and, and one just shifted off. Yep, we lost it. So there was a... There was we're going to dance at the end, so stay tuned. And it's a good thing that this is... Uh, Maybe my job here is just knock Brent off his train of thought the entire time. Yeah, it, it's... It, it's amusing for Alan, but I don't know that this is good uh, audio material. Um, it's fantastic. Go on. So there was a presentation that I did to within the first couple of months uh, to the test managers in Bing where I communicated, wow, what you guys own is magical. 
Um, we had 300 million test cases being executed every day. This is something as a, in my prior role as test managers, I could never do. In addition to that, they were exactly the test cases that needed to be executed that day. When, you, when you're sitting on top of millions of test cases, one of the challenges is you don't have the muscle to understand which ones you don't need to execute. You as a test manager know you are wasting team's time and business value because you don't have the ability to know which of these test cases have, have no value to execute. Uh, in, this, in, in, this, in this Bing model, um, you do. It was fantastic. One of, the, one of the things I want to be clear on, though, a test case, in my, in my way of thinking, is an input being applied to some sort of program, an output observed, and a judgment being made. And this was happening. 300 million of these things were happening every single day. The one biggest difference, though, is it was being done by our customer. And the problem we had is on that last judgment call. We didn't have all the muscle we really needed to really understand what call they were making. What was the judgment? Um, and as we move into more and more of a quality focus and away from a testing focus, that's where I personally see us gaining a lot, a lot of muscle, as not only in the industry, but in particularly in, a, in our company. Cool. We're going to have to explore that quite a bit more as we venture down this role of recording us giving each other crap on the, on the Internet. So that's enough of me babbling for now, Alan. What have you been up to lately? Nothing. No. Um, some people may know, uh, I, after Xbox One shipped, I decided to follow my manager. He's a great manager even if he doesn't listen to this podcast, and uh, move over to this small team, sort of an incubation project, which is under the Windows umbrella. So I work in the Windows org now, which is a brings its own set of interesting human interactions and challenges. Um, I'll leave it at that for now. Uh, but one of the things we did, uh, we're making some big shifts in Windows. And if you are inside or outside of Microsoft, or ever heard of the way Microsoft works, hearing the word Windows making big shifts um, is either shocking or you don't believe it or you think by a big shift meaning, um, you know, we're going to uh, do Ch nothing. Change the startup screen. Yeah, we'll change the startup screen. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so we're changing a lot of the ways we do engineering. Windows is going to try and um, actually make software like I put it like the rest of the world does. Uh, our, you know... Our developers, many who probably have never written a unit test in their life, are going to write unit tests, functional tests, integration tests. Um, one, because it's just damn more efficient for the author of the code to write those tests. Um, and two, because we want to take advantage of some of the things we've learned from people like Brent and others who have been in services for a while and apply some of those concepts to testing desktop software, doing things like... You know, we're going we're gonna to flight, we're going to iterate, we're going to do all kinds of great things. I won't go into the details because I'm sure someone will get mad that the world now knows Windows is going to make software really well. Um, if all goes well. But we had, uh, this is a big shift for a lot of people, so we did a, a quality day, a one-day event um, where we talked about why we're making the changes, 
what it means and what it means for the dis- different disciplines and how your role kind of changes, and lots of examples of that work. Uh, early on, uh, I worked on the committee for this, and early on we decided that, um, well, the original plan was like seven one-hour talks. And uh, whenever I go – every time I go to a conference and I start sitting in track session after track session, I go, man – if I ever host a conference, it's all it's going to be all thirty minute or less talks because you know hardly anybody has in, you know has anything interesting to say for a whole hour. And there's also the aspect that that Alan is riddled with ADD. Um, hey, Mister Pot. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I don't know if wait is that a squirrel? Um, anyway. Um, so we had a, a uh, as I originally quoted it, a flurry of talks. Uh, we had an opening keynote that was 45 minutes. And then um, even vice presidents um, were limited to, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. We kind of uh, shifted times through the day. And a couple amazing things happened. One was we actually held, you know, more than 1,000 people, close to 2,000 people interested for a full day. And two is, you know, the talks went pretty well people like felt like they got something out of it and that's you know i've uh i've been involved with other internal conferences at microsoft and um this one i think was it it went really well it was all it was some talks were 10 minutes a lot were 15 a lot were 20 um and it it kind of told the story pretty well there's our goal like you know coming out of that was or going into that was let's have Fewer questions. Let's generate. Let's answer more questions than we generate. And uh, getting rid of ambiguity is always a great way to uh, help lead change in an organization. So it went pretty well. I was pretty happy with it. Um, I think there's still a long way to go and a lot to learn, but uh, I think people have an idea of of kind of what it means. Brent's raising his hand. Excuse me, Brent. Uh, Bert. <coughs> wow. First one. We're going to go that way. Yeah, um, that, that that that's an inside joke. We'll talk about that later. So. You said something that that I think is super interesting to me anyway. The the so you said that that it went really well. Did you happen to talk with a bunch of people? I'm curious what were sort of the the top 5 themes that came out of that that really resonated with folks. Um the first thing I heard, the thing I heard foremost was the format worked. And that's uh I was involved and that changed. I was happy to hear that. As far as people taking away things, um there is, you know, at Microsoft, we have this three-discipline system. We have program management, we have uh, software development, and software test, which we call quality in Windows now, but it's the same thing. Um, trying to shift the mindset by the title. That's a topic, yeah, Brent just stabbed himself, so uh, you know where we stand on that. Um, there was a good, one of the things I love to do when I'm uh, like getting a new team put together is get the discipline leadership together and talk about what their team does, what, what their expectations are for other people. And this was like a big forum version of that. In talking through what the roles did, uh, we had um, we had a lot of opportunity for everyone in the room, all, all engineering disciplines, to understand what each other was responsible for and what they were, what new things they were responsible for. So everybody's kind of in it together. Um, that was another big theme that came out, and people loved. I'll do the third theme. Um, people loved just we had a ton of examples of where data driven quality has worked. And where you know making not just uh, the business intelligence part of understanding how users are using the software, but building statistical models on our analysis and using that to make predictions 
on how customers view software. And, and, and examples of that, like, I think the scales shed people's eyes. And they thought, hey, I think I get how this can work. Which, if you work in an org like um, Windows, is a huge, huge thing. It's a, it's a, I'll just say it's a team deeply rooted in history. Yeah, but they are. They have a fine tradition um, of producing really great code at a, at a really great cadence. The the one right. thing I might say to our competitors is, this, despite what you think about. Uh, Windows, our people, we have a large number of people, and they are really good at execution. Once this culture shifts, they're going to be really good at executing in this new culture. Absolutely. Correct. Um, we have smart people. We have good executors. We um, Anyway, I don't want to get up on, on the Microsoft rah-rah bandwagon. We have a ton of work to do, and um, sometimes it's frustrating, but uh, it's... Um, yeah, it's interesting to be part of this change right now. I, 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 I haven't seen uh, a more exciting time in my career uh, than the time we're we're in right now. I think that I wonder if that's true across the industry. You know, I was talking about some of this stuff, and, and we're going to wrap up in a minute here for those of you that are extremely bored. But I remember talking about some of this stuff just about a year ago about you know some of the changes we we're making on my. I think was I. We're, I think I was on Xbox then. Sorry, I had to think for a second. And <laughs> it's been so, a blur. So, so ec- just so you guys know, Alan spent five years last year in Xbox. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's all a blur. Um, I should have got an extra five five year service award just for my two years in Xbox. Yeah. Um, but I described some of the things. You know, right? This is where we need to go. It's cutting edge. Da da da. I remember talking to someone outside of Microsoft, and the quote was. Uh, this would all be revolutionary if it weren't already happening. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to get into the world here, and I, you know, I'm excited. It, it's a fun time to be here. The positive thing for our company in this, in this front is that it is already happening. There's a lots of examples. Um, we're well-motivated uh, because our, uh, several competitors are, are succeeding with this type of model where we're still struggling. That's a lot of words there, getting our butts kicked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's enough for today. We have lots more to talk about, but we'll get to it next time. Our lean coffee list is not exhausted. Uh, I'm Alan. Thanks for listening. And I'm Brent, and have a fantastic week. Rock and roll.